It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Ms. Perez, do you mind reading for the class? <clears throat> I'd love to. Walking Blind is hosted by overly emotional dudes who overthink and overanalyze everything. Nothing the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. They're not professionals, and they're about to make that very clear. So just kick back and hang with them, because you've earned it. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Walking Blind Podcast. This is episode 40. I'm Mike, and he's Mike, and uh, hey, we're here to let you know. Make sure to normalize checking in on the homies. Yes. That's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. You know what I mean? Why did I say that twice? I don't know. It felt right. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, this is episode 40. Uh, we are doing a live questions show today we're not yeah. actually live we went live we went live um, we tried some new shit where we went live from the walking blind page and from the nbr page mm-hmm. um still about the same amount of people tuning in <laughs> yeah it's just, it's just you know yeah. it's what it is yeah, but we did get some 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 pretty decent questions some way Interessante, some some could say. Some way interessante, some some um, interesting questions and and opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but before we do that, let's jump into the uh, the MPHC mental health check. Yes, where you at? Um, for me, uh, mentally, I'm doing well. I've d- I did a lot better this last week of trying to uh, go to bed, even though I wasn't tired. Yeah, which is weird. And then um, I've I managed to stay consistent with my, with my jump roping, my weighted jump rope. Um, I don't feel like um any better than when I first started. No, that's not true. But for as long as I've been doing it already, I feel like I should be a lot better at this, and it's a little a little frustrating. But um, but no, it's going well. I feel good, and uh. 
my my uh, my food has been it's been all right. It's been good. So you feel like you're getting more um, <clears throat> balanced with your diet, or you feel yeah. like it's getting better? It's getting worse, or I feel like it's getting. I feel like I mean, it's it's so much better than what it was. Like regardless of what, like, yeah, like if I if I can stay on this pace, like this will be good for me overall. I think health wise and stuff. Um, just gonna be more conscious about what I'm eating, how much I'm eating, and um, and so and to do to do this, like my my half-ass keto, like I've been, I do it more than I don't, <coughs> and I feel like uh, your hack diet, if you will. Yeah, I feel like it's uh, it's been it's been manageable because I'm not like I'm not like so over the board with it, and I'm not. It's been nice. It's been good. Like I I feel, you know. One of the things I really missed were like pizza, which I I did have <laughs> uh, in abundance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I went house. so hard. You went so hard. It was our it was our buddy Raul's birthday, and <coughs> so we we were hanging out, and he had a ton of pizza. And um, I can't remember. I think I think it was when we were leaving, or or at some point, I was just like, "Hey, was that like is like the best like little seeds you've ever had, or was that just was <laughs> that just like was that just me?" And you're like. I've just been you, man. Might have just been you. Yeah, you. Yeah. I was like, oh. But um, yeah. I mean, I think there's just like certain things that I kind of miss food-wise, but like I make up for it, and like I enjoy the meals that I can eat and stuff. And I'm making, I'm making it. Uh, I don't know, making it work. It's not. It's not. It doesn't weigh on my mind. Right. Like I've done like <clears throat> other like diets, and I feel like all I think about is food. Yeah, I um, and and I think your approach to this one is. Like, I think it's healthy for you to every now and then just be like, I need to eat, like, I need to eat with the boys. Shit. Yeah. I need to eat with the boys. I need to eat with the boys. Which you did miss last night. We we did have a meal with the boys last night, and you, uh... Yeah. That was more just me being tired. Martin came out, came and hung out at the house. We grilled some steaks. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> well, <clears throat> um... But yeah, so yeah, uh, overall doing well. Uh, jump rope has been helping me mentally. Writing for my bands and stuff like that, just being involved in music mentally for me has been has been great. So, so yeah, that's me. Where where are you at? Um, I am. I'm doing good. Uh, I just uh, <laughs> I took I finally took a look today financially. Ooh, why'd you do that? <laughs> at like um, <clears throat> you know, like the there's my big office build in the process. Um, there's some walking blind stuff in the process. There's like, you know, and, uh, <clears throat> I took a step back and I was like, spent a lot of money lately, but it'll pay off. Yeah. It's all gonna, it's all gonna come back. I'm not too stressed about it. Mm -hmm. Um, been focused on trying to get like the, uh, the torture culture record released, um, which comes out, at the time of recording this tomorrow, by the time you guys see this, the record will have dropped. So if you haven't listened to it yet, um, Spotify, iTunes, um, all those um, <clears throat> online streaming platforms. And then also you can pick up some merch. There's a merch store, um, you know, with some new hats and some shirts and some gear. It, it would be kind of <clears throat> sick, just so we, you know, the listener, if somebody were to... You know, even if you went to Spotify, wherever you go to listen to it, but it'd be cool if you were like, oh, I came here because of the podcast 
and like yeah. left torture culture a message or something or yeah I came yeah. I came here so um, if you listened to last week's episode I, we didn't I didn't say anything we didn't announce anything I just kind of told Mike we actually put a clip of one of the torture culture songs that has both me and Mike on it oh, yeah. at the very end of the episode <laughs> and we didn't say shit um, I know for a fact one person heard it. Mm-hmm. Um, that we were that we were messaging and talking to, mm-hmm. uh, so shout out to Adrian. But I'm curious if anybody else actually <laughs> made it all the way to the very oh, end yeah. and, and listened to it. But um, you'll get that full song with the EP. Yeah, tonight. Dude, yeah, I'm gonna midnight. I'm not gonna be awake, but I will in the morning <laughs> like, on my way to work. Wake up. I'm yeah. gonna. I'll blast, especially that part. So sick. Yeah, um, I'm excited to add it to my my guesties. My guesties. Yeah, that's right. You have a guesties playlist. Um, First time Mike Perez is cussed on a record. We've talked about that. Um, oh, but so like the yeah, initially, so I submitted the record um, arguably or or not arguably. I submitted it late, right? Like just because that's what we do in this band. Um, and then what sucks is like our tune core is hooked up to Dan's email and not mine. So I submitted it. I, I did all the work and I had to log in and put everything in. And then um, <clears throat> I just happened to randomly jump in and check it to see if like everything was cool. And it got declined. The record got declined. And I was like, uh, why? So I'm going through and I was like, Dan, did you get an email? He's like, oh, fuck, I did. Here, check this out. So he sent it to me. And it was like all these changes that we needed to make. Like, um, like I labeled it as the burn EP, but the artwork only says burn. So of course those two didn't match. So they denied it because the artwork didn't match the name. <laughs> and then it was like, um, the songwriters. So on your song, I put featuring Mike, uh, Perez. And then I, you know, credit you as a songwriter because you wrote your lyrics for mm-hmm. that. And then, um, under like the featured artists, I put no bragging rights in there and they're like, doesn't line up, you know, whatever. So I was like, so I just put you as the featured artist, whatever. And then it was like your explicit and non-explicit tags don't match. Um, <clears throat> me, I like I didn't think of I didn't I was just in a rush. I didn't really think about it. So I just thought, oh, it's explicit if it has like cuss words, mm-hmm. right? But then explicit is like, oh, if there's like violence or if there's like, you know, anything like that. And I was like, oh, so all the songs <laughs> are explicit. <laughs> Because the record's just angry, you know? So I just marked everything. As, and then finally they were like, yeah, it's live. You're good to go. And then I got the email from Spotify, like, "You're it's release day. And I'm like, all right, sick, cool. So, <clears throat> yeah. And then um, I'm probably going to set something up on the merch store where um, if you order merch or you buy something from the drop, um, I'll probably just send you a free copy of the record because it's a digital record. Digital. So um, if you guys uh, are interested in that, you know, check out the merch store. Why don't you guys just freaking buy a bunch of CDs, blank CDs. Dude, CDRs, Burn dude. them. Fucking right. Torture T-C-H-C culture. C twenty twenty. Burn EP, write it for each single one. <laughs> and send that shit, dude. Damn, maybe I will do that. Maybe I will do that. That's sick. What a good idea. I might do that. Dude, I'll... I'll do it with you. Um, CDRs, dude. Limited to 100 because that's a spool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that'd be fucking sick. Damn, just old school, like, hey, check out our demo. Uh, but then, like, actually print, like, the album artwork and everything. Dude, I had, this is this was, like, years ago. I had a late night. This is, like, uh, probably, 
I'd say probably two years after we had stopped touring. But I had like one of those like wait, late delirious nights where I almost bought like a bunch of CDs just for like just to have like people give them out like in my mind like to promo because I felt like I was going through one of those moments where I was like you know what the concrete flower didn't really get a full it's full push yeah and physicals in my mind thought I felt like that would be a thing to do like locally I'm I'm curious what people think crazy like head. is late night crazy head. is physical media just kind of dead like I know there's like a niche for it like with vinyl and stuff like that mm-hmm. and like CDs people like owning the artwork and shit like that but mm-hmm. do you think that physical media is like just done, like everything's digital now dude like, I, will, I have a box of dvds that i refuse to let go of just because i'm like what if there's fucking no streaming yeah i will say this if i bought like a fucking uh, i don't even know like comeback kid their new album and they sent me a fucking burned copy like that and it was like handwritten and shit <laughs> I would think that was, so, I mean, that'd be so fucking cool. <laughs> Maybe I'll do it. Maybe like, fuck it. <coughs> oh, you're rad. You should, do it. you should do it. I might do that. Do like what a, am- like a special, I don't know. Special like the company. first, the first hundred orders gets the CDR. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a year and a half later, I'm like, I'm on order number four. <laughs> What's that? Where's the big, big stack of CDs? Nothing. Don't worry about it. Mike had this crazy idea. He was a crazy kid. <clears throat> um, yeah, but other than that, I've just been, uh, I'm, I'm good, man. Just work. And uh, everybody was all shocked that I'm back to work fully. They're like, why are you here? And I was like, what else was I supposed to do? Did a part of you want to like play into like, oh, yeah, part of me wanted to milk it and be like, oh, I, can't I, I need to go home. Yeah. I tried, guys. I got to go home. I tried. I'll be gone for another week. <laughs> but. Yeah, other than that, I'm good, man. I've just been cranking away. I feel like after this week, a lot of my stresses are going to kind of... They'll be replaced with new stresses, obviously. But of course. like a lot of like the things that we've been working on and working towards are going to resolve this week. And then we'll kind of like start with the all new stresses and projects and goals. You don't, you don't have to go... You don't have to say details on this but is one of your stresses what you're doing this weekend yeah okay yeah yeah i imagine yeah <laughs> I, would um, imagine so. I could talk about it so i am uh i'm going my cousin is getting married so like in a sense it's not um what's the word i can't fuck it up that bad because they're already married they're they eloped okay but now they're doing the party for the family and stuff. So my, my cousin and her, um, her now husband are doing their official ceremony because during COVID they eloped to Hawaii and got married just with like their like direct parents and family thing. Cool. So, but, um, now they're doing the whole ceremony and, uh, many of you guys may not know this, but I am a hashtag ordained minister with the (laughs) universal life church. Um, so I, I'm doing, and I think it like it, it's more nerve wracking because it is family, and because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, if I shit the bed, it's in front of people that you'll see for the rest of your life. See for the rest of my life, yeah. yeah. Um, and like I want it to go well because it, you know it's my cousin. And yeah. It's like you know, so that's that's one of the stresses, and then the other is just um, office build out. Uh, Torch culture release, you know, like making sure everything's in order, 
um, we just made a big investment on shit. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> there's a lot. And then there's a lot of like prioritizing that I had to do. Like I was going to take the fields on wheels to get painted. And then I looked at everything that we spent and I was like, it doesn't <laughs> need paint. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, it's got character. You know what? Uh, the man doesn't need paint, you know? Mm. Um, oh, so we went, uh, Mike and I, Mike and I, <laughs> my bad, I'll check his stuff. Mike and I went to Ikea together this weekend. And, um, I don't think we've ever looked more like a couple mm-hmm. than this weekend. We were furniture shopping in Ikea. We were looking at, at couches. Um, so, so much so that I was telling myself, because there was a couple in front of us, and they were like, they had like their hands on like on each other's backs. And in my mind, I'm like, well, at least we're not like touching each other. <laughs> we, we don't look. <clears throat> so we, uh, we took the feels on wheels. We were at Ikea. And then we were like on a mission to find some other stuff. We ended up at, um, if any of you guys know, of a store named Kirkland's. <laughs> Bro. Dude. Those are legit, right? Yeah, for real. There, if anybody's been to Kirkland's, they have these scent satchels. It's like a satchel filled with like, I don't know, like powder. And it's like a powder and some like oils that smell great. Smell, smell. You shake it up. You yeah. can throw one in your car, throw it in the closet, whatever. And they smelled awesome. Mm-hmm. So I told Mike, I was trying to tell Mike and explain this. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about yeah i was like you just have to you see it to believe it you know <clears throat> so we go in i get a few and then he grabs a couple for himself and it's yeah they i mean it you know you, you, they smell nice i'm like okay whatever and so i right away like put it in my car put it in my door and then by the time i got home uh i was like hmm. I was like, oh it smells yeah it smells nice and then uh like even today like driving here i'm like my car smells good <laughs> Car smells good. What is this? Yeah, and then my room, I had it like I came in, I like kind of just put it like right on my on my desk, and then forgot about it. And then as I went in to get something, I I could like smell it, and I was like, dang, that thing. So I put it under my bed. Nice, kind of nice. Yeah. Did did Martha walk into your room? Like, what is this? No, she wasn't like. Like you remember the cartoons where like somebody would put an apple pie or something on the window and then like the character would just float towards the smell. Oh yeah, yeah, I feel yeah like yeah. that would be Martha with any foreign scent in her household. <laughs> nah, I mean, this? I don't think my room smells bad. I feel like my, <laughs> I feel like everything's good in there. But you like I've never smelled bad, but I've also never smelled good. Yeah, so. it's like a it's like an, it's a nice scent. <clears throat> so the one that you got is like a it's like a honey honey li- honey lemon I think something like mm-hmm. that honey lemon. I got one for myself because I was like this smells good, but I also got a few options. Of course, I walk into the house and homegirl over here is like, what's that? I was like, I was just, you know, don't worry about it. <laughs> She's like, where'd you guys go? It's Kirkland's. She's like, that one smells good. Let me have that one. I was like, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, you got a couple. Yeah, I got a couple. I got a couple good ones. So, but yeah, let's, uh, let's jump into our uh, question time. Episode 40 question time. Now. Um, we've got a bunch of questions that we got from the live and of course all of Mike's awesome faces <laughs> and let's jump into it. <clears throat> you ready? Yes. You ready? This one's going to be a hard one for me. So Frankie asked favorite Batman villain and favorite portrayal of them. Um, I'm going to stick with my Batman theme from last time. We had debate ourselves with the portrayal of Batman. <clears throat> so, who is your favorite Batman villain and who is your favorite portrayal of them? Hmm. I feel like it, this is 
it sounds cliche, but still at the same time, the Joker is one of the greatest comic book villains of all time. Yeah, and then how he Heath Ledger he killed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but Mark Hamill in the animated series also though. Yeah. <clears throat> I feel like a lot a lot of the Jokers though have been pretty solid like for their time and for their era like yeah i i even i feel like i mean i don't know i feel like leto probably i feel like if he would give been given a little bit more to do yeah because i'm that movie there was such such a like such a misstep of like if you're gonna if you're gonna have suicide squad you're gonna have him go after your was it enchantress or whatever and it's like dude that's not like it should it should have been like them breaking into like the Joker's like compound or something or yeah. breaking into like you know what I mean like it should have been something like that or the, it should have been like how rad have been to see the Suicide Squad go after the Joker yeah like you already have him yeah like what did you have him do in that movie nothing like <clears throat> it was just there yeah so I kind of felt like it should have been like I remember just seeing the trailers and like knowing that they were in Arkham and seeing how like that was the first shot of him where he's like I'm not gonna kill you I'm just gonna hurt you really bad. <laughs> Like that, I was like, "Oh fuck, is he sick?" And then, and then nothing. Then nothing. Big nothing burger. <clears throat> um. <laughs> uh. So, what about your least favorite DC or Batman villain, and why? Mm. I was never. I mean. I guess one that I was always like, okay, it was a, uh, was it Mad Hatter? Mm. Okay. Like, I think because I've only really known him from the animated series and and stuff. Like, I didn't like did nothing. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a cool comic book or you know story with him, and well, that would probably change my mind. But just, I don't know. I feel like that's a. I think mine was the the Clock King. The clock king. I don't even know that. He just his no powers. Just a normal dude that likes clocks. <laughs> <coughs> um, and then like we, I think we both agreed we would have said polka dot man. But then dude, Suicide Squad came out. Suicide made Squad him awesome. made him freaking <laughs> rad, dude. And then yeah, it made him such a it was such a cool character. It was that that was such a good movie? I love uh, that movie. Speaking of, um, on a side note or DC tangent. Did you see that the DC executives were rumored to have said like they fucked up by releasing the Snyder cut um, because all that did was fuel the Snyderverse fans and because they want to get away from the Snyderverse like they they're like we we fucked up by releasing that because we should have just let it die out and then not ever and given in and start over yeah, but now we're like now they're stuck to it <laughs> we're stuck <laughs> but they're still gonna start over but now they just have to deal with fans that are fucking pissed off yeah so. Well, dude, I mean, they have. It's like it's. It almost. It almost feels cheap, but it's like you have. You have Flashpoint. You can reset everything. But do they now? They are they going to film a whole new movie? Because it seems like they're going to scrap this Ezra Miller one. They're in too much trouble. Yeah. I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see. Well, whatever they. Whatever they release, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch. So. Sucks. <coughs> like. Big studio, like stuff like like Marvel things. Very, very. I can't, I'm trying to think of a Marvel movie that I didn't like. I still haven't, like, I haven't seen. That you haven't seen or just didn't care for? I've had ones I haven't cared that much for, but like that I haven't seen. 
like I even I even the one the show that I like I literally fast forward through almost its entirety was Iron Fist. Have you watched Miss Marvel yet? Yeah. 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 It was it was pretty good. Really? Yeah. It actually it actually was pretty good. It was it was a. Uh, yeah, it was it was uh, I was I found myself. I found myself being more into it, more invested in it than I than I thought it was. <coughs> I kind of like I liked it more than like. Um, the the Falcon Falcon Winter show Soldier? Winter Soldier show really interesting yeah I think I think uh, I think that I kind of I think I may have ruined that show for myself just based on like I thought what I thought was gonna happen yeah <coughs> but I tend to do all right well let's let's leave the world of comic books uh, Ty asks music question if you could build a super group like Goldfinger who would you put in it this one's tough. I don't know that I have an answer for this. I got one. Let's hear it. <laughs> All right. What I'd kind of band would it be? It'd be it'd be a uh, it would be a melodic hardcore band. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it would have Zoli on vocals. Okay. And so I'd put, I'd probably put Jake from Strung Out on guitar. Okay. I would put Goose or Andrew from Comeback Kid, the vocalist of Comeback Kid. I would put him on guitar. That's fair. So that I'd have heavy backups. Yeah. And then on bass. So putting this band together, I guess this is probably just a band that I'd want to either see musically or or like a band that I'd, I could see myself wanting to hang out with and be around. So I'm assuming my career. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, my career, because then also I feel like he could help with help with the harm like the harmonies and stuff. Right. Although Andrew's got a good singing voice. Yeah. He's got he's he's got he's got a good singing voice. Um. And then on drums, oof. Um, I'm trying to think. This, if, do I want a drummer with like hardcore sensibilities, or do I want? Do you want a machine? Yeah. Uh, I don't know his name, but I would have maybe I'd have a a Wilhelm screams drummer because I f- I feel like he he can do the fast techie stuff, and I mean it'd be easy for him to do the you know if it, as soon as it went into the hardcore realm of things he could probably do it. Yeah. Interessante, bro. I think it's my I think that's my super my super group. <coughs> I would need a lot more time to think about this. Yeah. Actually, I'd sorry. Help. Sorry, sorry. I'd have George from Six Year Guns. Wow. Yeah. Because he has all the punk rock sensibilities, but he also knows all the hardcore. Knows heavy. Too. Yeah. That's that's a cool move. I'd have to think about that one. I'd have to get back to you guys. <coughs> uh torture culture question. Does it drop at midnight? Yes, it does. Question for Mikey: How is it that you're so good looking but still single? Um, I would say probably you know the things that I'm I'm into, the things that I. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I don't know. I have no idea. I think, I think I, uh, I don't know. I'm busy and I get focused on shit and I don't, I don't actively look. Yeah, I think that's part of it. Um. 
Cause I think like in my mind, I feel like mentally, like I feel like I'm down to like talk with people and meet someone. I've gone on dates, but I don't know. I think I'm just I I don't know. I'm just like I'm not thinking like that. Yeah, it's not your uh, it's not your mindset right now. No, I'm open to it for sure, but I'm just not. I don't I don't think that's like not my that's not not like my waking thought. My waking thought is like something I have to do with the podcast. Band. Is that your waking thought, or is that like the second thought? Well, the second thought. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Chris asks if either of you could have anyone in an episode, who would it be, and why? I have a couple answers for this one. Mm. Okay. Um, the first one I would want to get Tim Lambesis mm. on here from Asley Dying, um, just because I want to hear um, his side of everything and I want it to be like a um like a just no judgment zone like just a like open honest conversation mm-hmm. about his scenario um I'd also like to have uh my boy Vigil from the Ghost Inside on the show um we'll speak that into existence um <clears throat> and then Jesse from Six Year Guns you're gonna be sick that's cool. I think Jesse would be a fun one. Yeah. Um, I think it'd just be fun to pick his brain, being from the same area, more or less. I mean, he's from Anaheim. Yeah. But then to be able to, like, from this scene, and then to get to where they are, starting off with how heavy they were. Yeah. And, like, you know, the style changed and stuff, but it's, it's still, I mean, it's still it's still punk rock. It's still yeah. hardcore. <coughs> and for them to have the, the success that they had, because um, I haven't really had a chance to ask him stuff like that it's always more like you know hey, what are you guys doing up after this or what are you doing to get home um that's cool i think mine i probably i mean i i would, it'd be zoli from ignite i have so many questions mm-hmm. i think just for him i i'm more interested i'm like very interested to see here like you know obviously like his vocal stuff and his style like where he got it from but then also he's involved with so much stuff outside of music yeah and i kind of want to know like where that comes from and like and why Why'd you leave it? (laughs) (laughs) Then again, also these, my answers, I feel like our answers are very tuned to music Mm -hmm. just because that's kind of like the demo that we are in. Yeah. But, oh yeah. I didn't even think about athletes because I I just feel like there's unattainable or I didn't even think about just anybody outside of music. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know who I'd want to bring on the show. Okay. I'm, I'm opening my mind even bigger to that. So if, if we could get anyone on the show, like yeah. anyone, actor, athlete, anyone, just anybody on the show. Oh, uh, okay. Well, then I, you know, I'd want to get Trout, and I, and I wish I could get his honest opinion on how he <laughs> feels being an angel <laughs> at this yeah. point in his career, and and how he sees his career with you know, no playoff wins, being, you know, pretty much being the face of baseball since he's been in the league, being the best player, yeah, a generational player, but like. Other than MVPs, really nothing to show for as far as like on the team side. You know, I know y- he can't carry a team by himself, but I'd be curious to know like what like what his thoughts are. Yeah, for how, sure. How does he feel his career is like? You know, that'd be a good poll. Unfortunately, we may not have enough time with him as an angel <laughs> if all this goes, <laughs> dude, this direction. I know. <coughs> Mm. Hmm. 
Yeah, I don't know. I I think I feel like we just we our our thought process has been so attuned to music. I would want to interview Lin Manuel Miranda. I could see that. Yeah, I could see that. Just because, <laughs> yeah, obviously I love musical theater stuff, and then also just kind of like I know there's a ton of interviews where he talks about his his uh like you know where he started and all that stuff, but like. I guess I go. I want to know, like, what what is his like? What's his process like? What's his writing process like? What is he? Because I I didn't realize that he could play piano, which makes sense that yeah. he writes and stuff. Um, but like, I want to know if he's like, if it's just him, or if like him and the other the other uh, musical director, if they like bounce ideas off each other, and how that how that works. Because I never I've seen a ton of interviews with them, and I've never seen exactly how they like how they wrote songs. Yeah. So. I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. <clears throat> All right. Need a walking blind coffee tumbler. Well, sir, uh, we're. Sir? Who is that? I can't read the name. His name is Jolka. Is that Jolka? Moonfot. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're in the process of merch right now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, as musicians, are you ever afraid you're going to get shot? I am now, sometimes, mm. depending on where we play. I don't know. I'm still not. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think about that stuff. I'm, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think that's like the, I don't think that's like a huge list of fears. Mm-mm. I'd be more afraid that I'd get in a fight or jumped at a show yeah. than I would yeah, yeah. being shot. Um, yeah. But I just mean, because we did have that happen so close to home, it just makes things interesting. But Yeah, yeah for reals. Uh, Cindy, hello to both mics. Hope Mike A is better now. Crazy ass story. I am back. I'm here. Um, <clears throat> but thank you. You had a crazy near death experience as well with the vid. COVID. So uh, I'm hard. glad you're back to life as well. <clears throat> uh, Rob, honestly thought about flying up to Spokane for the show. You should. Oh, dude. It'd be so sick. It'd be so sick. I haven't seen you in years. When was the last last time you saw Rob? Uh, Last time I saw Rob, I saw him when he was TMing. uh, I can't remember if he was TMing Falling in Reverse. Or, no, I think he was. I think he was TMing Falling in Reverse, so they came through the the municipal and I went and I I got to go say what's up to him. I think it was them and like Let Live. And so I got to see Let Live as well too. Okay. So, but that was like. Long time ago. A long time ago. Long time. Six years, probably. Uh, Chris asked, have you guys started doing anything to prepare or get ready for the PNW tour or weekend? Uh, I mean, I want to, but this whole like you're not allowed to lift more than 15 pounds thing is kind of killing me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't follow that rule, but yeah, I want to get back in the groove of things. I need to start at least like <clears throat> getting my cardio back up because that's coming up pretty fast. Yeah. Uh, I've been doing jump rope, weighted jump rope uh, every day for I guess I'm coming on three weeks. I think I think I'm on three weeks. Um, 
and uh and i've been i guess for the most part i think i've sang every day or almost every day which is kind of um it's actually kind of not normal for me yeah um but i think i've been singing every day for like the past almost two weeks i feel like every day i just happen to like i happen to, to do something um actually today i started to record for burner state mm-hmm. uh just demo stuff because um we're like we're trying to send like better versions to kelly and um and I was getting ready to like, because the house was pretty, was like open, no one was there. And I was like, oh, I was like, I'm going to try to knock some of these out. And I just didn't feel like going full, like burner state singing. Yeah. But, um, I sang a little bit at the house though, before that, but it was my, it's my stuff for my vocal lesson. Well, um, <clears throat> well in, in preparation for the NDR shows, do you feel like what you do with burner state is actually helpful to NDR or do you think it's. I mean, like, obviously the reps are helpful. Yeah, the reps are helpful. It's just different, you know, like yeah. screaming. And then it's just like there's there's way like when I'm if I'm when I'm like prepared for MBR, then my burner state set is like, yeah, it kills it. it yeah, it, it just and there's something I started doing was I started to warm up. So now so now my warm up. Minus, I don't spend as much time doing like the like the screen prep stuff, the like like the the fries and like the different like like ways to shoot my voice. But um, I definitely warm up very close to how I warm up for MBR now for Burner State shows. Okay, and it works because I've had two shows where one I didn't think I'd have a voice, but I did. I did like full on. I just treated it like like it was an MBR set, and then my voice. I had a voice for the show. And then the last show, um, I was super tired because I was like the beginning of when like I got sick that, ne- that next week. Yeah. And um, that was like the beginning of it. And I wasn't feel. Oh, no, I, I was coming out of it. And I just didn't feel, I just felt weak. And, um, but I did like a full on like MBR warm up. And I, I didn't, I didn't feel like, like I didn't feel strong in that set, but I felt like I, I got through it. Like I know it's coming out. So. Yeah. So, um, um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, Burner State definitely helps. It's like there's some stuff that's challenging in the higher part of my range, but um, it's just like it's just different. Like the screaming stuff changes it a lot. Yeah, which I hate <laughs> <laughs> the thing that you don't like doing. <coughs> uh, bands are always just like, dude, it'd be so sick you to feature with us. And the second they ask me to scream. Anyone who happens to hear this, just know that the minute you ask me to scream, know that for me, my stokeness just went like this. <laughs> I understand that. Uh, do you guys have a nightly routine before bed? In a way. <laughs> Has it changed from being single to <laughs> being in a relationship? Um. My nightly routine definitely changed when I had people move into my house. Um, and I don't mean that in like a gross and creepy way. I just think that like it's just different now. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, nightly routine. I'd like to say that, um, you know, I'm going to brush my teeth and at least wash my face. If not, I'm going to shower and then, you know, jump in bed. But usually it ends up with me watching TV and then if I can't fall asleep right away, I end up doing something stupid like grabbing ice cream or <laughs> <laughs> or like a snack late at night because that's when I just have no self-control. Mm-hmm. And I'll just like lay in my bed watching TV, eating 
Last night it was white chocolate macadamia nut ice cream. Fuck you. You still still have some? You know. I do still have some if you want some. No. It's keto. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a nightly routine? No, not really. I should. I want to. I have a morning routine, but I don't have a night routine. I I heard this. Um, so it was just like a random TikTok post I came I came across, but uh, it was a guy saying that um, <clears throat> there's like a mentality to have that kind of helps with everything is like resetting the room, right? So like anytime you leave a room, you kind of put things back to where they were before you know, or like put things back where they belong. So like if you're out here on the couch watching TV and shit, like before you go to bed, reset the room, like put the remotes back where they normally are, like get rid of any trash, you know, same thing with the bedroom, like, you know, fix the, make the bed, like put shit away. Um, And then also applying that to like your everyday life, like you're at work and you get ready to go home or if like you have a family or you have stuff that you need to do, you have a podcast, Mm. like reset, whatever you need to do to reset on the way home so that you're fully available and you're done with that Yeah, you're moving on from so you're fully available once you get to whatever you need to do or wherever you need to be or like even for like those of you that have kids or or like a significant other at home or things like that like you finish work you switch you like reset leave work go home you know and that's something that I'm going to, that I'm trying to do is like whenever I like walk away from a place or whatever, like, Oh, let me just like, I have this really bad habit of like, like today before, before you actually walked in, I came in the house and there's like six liquid death cans, like all over the house. And there's like, <laughs> like some, some stuff left over from dinner last night. That was just kind of like, we were just so busy that, mm-hmm. you know, so I just like cleaned all of it up real quick and like, re, like re- reset, you know, <clears throat> but I'll try to carry that with me because I don't. I don't know that I do that. I don't think I do. I don't think I, I like. I definitely don't do that either. Um. I think of uh, like my like I said. I have a morning routine. Mine is more of like, I guess I prep my night for everything. Like I have air, like even as weird as like I put my socks that I'm gonna I'm gonna wear for my for like my my workout shoes whatever, and I put them like on top of them. You have workout shoes? Yeah. What are they? They're these like knockoff, like super light running shoes. Huh. I've worn them around you, I think, once. Okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, and then I have like my my shorts next to that, which is hanging next to my one of my windbreakers, and my windbreaker is connected to my I have my uh my rope on the windbreaker, so that I grab the wind because so my windbreaker is the last thing I take, so when I grab the windbreaker, I grab the rope. And go, and also I have my clothes from the, for when I'm gonna wear to work, which is normally because I'm up, we get up super early. Uh, I put out everything, I like put it out, so that way when I finish my my workout, I come in, just grab my stuff, and I go straight to the shower, and I go. I should probably do that. Like a lot, a lot of people put out outfits the night before so that they don't have to think about it in the morning, mm-hmm. and I just fucking sit and stare at my closet for like 20 minutes, like. What shoes am I gonna wear? What shirt goes with those shoes? Like, <laughs> yeah, my job is very—I don't have to worry too much about what I'm wearing. It's all, <laughs> it's all Sam. 
<clears throat> um, all right, Liquid Death Walking Blind merch collab. I wish that would be sick. Beautiful Rockstar Baby 29. Hi, Michael. Hi. Uh, what is happening? Here, while you look, I'll do some of the ones that we got from the that are sent to the Instagram. Uh, this one is sent in by Champ827. And he asked. Gotta ask, what was the deal with all the CYC at Tough Love 10? Great show, bad vibes. Well, for anyone who doesn't know, the <laughs> show was put on by CYC. By CYC. Um, Corrupted Booking is who contacted us. And, uh, you know, I don't want to I don't want to go into too much about the whole side of it and whatnot. And But um, I will say this, that when they asked us, uh, they pretty much, you know, reached out to us because they wanted to have a band from the IE because it's they the, the show when they were trying to get it in the IE they had different p- locations one of them was the IE and um and they wanted to see where we were at and if we were able to play and the show ended up being in Santa Ana which isn't or you know it's a the OC but it's not too terribly far from home and they were super super accommodating um Every question that we had about, because this is this was our first show back in like six years, right? So, um, obviously, we had a bunch of questions and we had things that we needed we would need to play in order to play the show, and they were they were they were very uh, they were quick on everything too, which was rad and responded well, and uh, yeah, it was cool. Like they made it, they because um, obviously I know you know we know it's C- CYC and all that stuff, but like. Uh, I don't know. Thought I thought it was actually a pretty cool vibe. Like I know that during or the earlier earlier in the day, it was CYC bands. Like those were all CYC bands, and um, you know, they're they're going hard for for their bands. Like the yeah. You know, so I can understand like that can be kind of a, a weird vibe. But as the rest of the show went, I felt like it was I felt like it was fine. You know, um, and they had, you know they had told us you know that they're they were trying to like. There was a reason for why they picked the bands they were picking. Us, Evergreen Terrace, um, Take Offense, and I don't know. It just uh, it was um, it was one of the first promoters to really um, reach out and kind of like kind of meet the you know the few. It's it's hard to get MBR to play right now. It's difficult, and they were able to make it happen. So I'm super thankful for them and. And uh, and and making that happen and making it happen so close to home, you know. So I guess that's I don't know. Hope hope that answers that. But uh, CYC or sorry, Tough Love is it's a CYC fest, but it's like a CYC festival, yeah. But they're more they you know clearly, if anyone knows anything about MBR, we're not affiliated to anything. <laughs> yeah. And. And so I, th- and I believe them when they say that they're trying to make good festivals, like they want to get good bands, obviously they're going to promote their bands and they're going to do that. Um, you know, there's a lot of festivals <coughs> that, you know, in one way or another do that. They're promoting the bands that they work with or they are affiliated with. And so, I don't know. I felt, I felt, uh, I had, we had a good time. They treated us great. Yeah, like m- one of the better experiences that we've Dude, had. Yeah, they they same for us. Oh yeah, they like you can us th- too. Yeah, talk. Yeah. You can talk on your end about that. Um, 
I think that like it's it's hard to really you know like I can I understand on one end coming in as just like a a fan of music going to this festival mm-hmm. and then being like holy shit everybody here's in a fucking crew right yeah. <clears throat> um and then I also understand too like it get, it can it can get rowdy at these shows especially with like crews like C, like CYC when the CYC bands play um you know the dudes are going to go out there and they're going to go all out for yeah. basically their boys in these bands. You know yeah. what I mean? And I think that, that there's something to consider in a sense that like <clears throat> there, like there weren't any fights at tough love. No, not that I, I mean, not that I was aware of, or not that I knew of. no one got jumped. Nobody got jumped, you know? And, and I think that like you, you kind of have to, I think we've had this discussion like with like the um, with like artists and political Mm -hmm. views and shit like that. It's the same thing, like kind of like with crews and, you know, like the dudes that put on this show and like the fact that this was a CYC show, like they were pretty respectful about everything. Yeah. You know, like they were pretty respectful about a lot of shit. Now, yes, you go to shows and there will be dudes and crews that are there like fighting or that are there getting rowdy and shit like that. And yeah, like there's no taking away from the fact that that does happen, but that also doesn't mean that like, you know, every single person in this crew is like that. Yeah. You know, and also I think, I think this question kind of, uh, you know, I think this is kind of speaking to that is, you know, he asked why was there, what was the deal with CYC being at tough love? Yeah. I think because CYC is tough, uh, tough love, put you know, CYC puts on tough love. I think that is kind of cool in the sense that it's not like CYC hosting Tough Love or like yeah they, C- yeah the fact that you didn't even know that it was their show yeah no because they wanted to be a, a festival yeah you know they wanted to have you know they wanted to bring bring different all you know different kinds of bands and stuff and um you know it, they wanted to stand on something they didn't want it to be you know CYC presents Tough Love yeah you know like. Which uh, which also was good for us. Cause I, I know I th- I think maybe maybe if it was promoted like that, maybe we would have been more hesitant. Yeah, you know, but um, I don't know. I also I also think that like, <clears throat> you know, when it when it comes to situations like that, like and when it comes to crews and when it comes to people that you know are in these crews, like I un I can like a thousand percent understand like the the brotherhood and the camaraderie you know, for the crews mm. and for what it's worth, a lot of them have developed bigger or badder reps than, you know, yeah. Then they probably, I don't know how to word that. Yeah. They, I mean, it's it's a like worse rep than they, than they probably deserve mm-hmm. like as a whole. Right. Yeah. Like, yes, there's going to be individuals that like are always a problem. Yeah. But then at the same time, like, and with stuff like this, you know, there's chapters everywhere. Yeah. So like what your experience could be in your scene could be completely different from what it's like in a yeah. different, you know, different state. Yeah. So. I mean, same, like, you know, it's kind of the same thing with torture culture. Like we're not an affiliated band. We're not like, um, you know, like nobody in our band is a member of any of the crews, but mm-hmm. like they rock with us, you know? And yeah. that's like, that's sick. You know, yeah. That's cool. Um, but yeah, like it's, I could totally see why if you showed up to that show and had no clue, you'd be like, wait, what the fuck is going on? Like there's so many vests. There's so many dudes here, you know? Um, 
But yeah. And, and dude, and like if you've been in the hardcore scene long enough and depending on where you're from, like you know, there's shows that we've played and they're they're definitely not affiliated, but you're in a certain area and there's yeah. definitely Riverside. You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, like there's I mean, yeah, there's all kinds of all depending on where you're at. Like we've played all kinds of venues that were cruel like definitely like crew run and whatnot and you know i don't know i feel like it's like everything it's case by case you know um our experience was good you know and like i said they this was promoted as a music festival you know and um you know they 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 dug you know our message and stuff which is cool and uh you know i'm i want to play i don't want to play mental health uh, festivals. No, I don't want to play suicide prevention festivals. Will I? Sure. Absolutely. Like I, you know, I'm down to help, but I want to go to, I want to, I want to, the whole point of me doing the message that I do with no bragging rights is cause I want to get this out. And I feel like a lot of it needs to be in the hardcore scene. Yeah. And so, um, you know, so a show like a, a festival like this, you know, kind of seeing the bands for me, I was just like, Oh cool. There's an opportunity. This is, this is why I do this. This yeah. is for those, for a lot of those guys, you know, and uh, fuck you for making me cry in front of my friends. Dude, that happened. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, someone approached, I was, uh, it was like at the end of the show, um, towards the end of the show. And, uh, I was walking to the, I was walking into the bathroom and this guy kind of like stopped me and kind of got in my way and uh, you know, whatever he, he was, Actually, I don't want to. I guess I already blasted him. Yeah, we've already. Where, yeah, but he, you know, he's wearing wearing his vest and stuff, and he's like, "Dude, fuck you, man! You made me cry in front of my friends." <laughs> and he said it like that, and I, it wasn't like a like just kidding or whatever, and he kind of just kind of gave me like a, and then walked away, like walked away, yeah. <laughs> walked away. I was like, oh, sick. I guess I don't know. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But anyway, so it, it, and so you know, and for yeah, so for myself, I, I saw there's an opportunity to be. You know, those are the this 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 is who this is who I feel like needs to hear our message uh, for something like this because a lot of knowing that you know there's gonna be a lot of uh, you know tough dudes, strong strong dudes. You know uh, that that's you you, I f- you know you find that all over in hardcore, and then that's what made that's what made uh, me want to stay in the scene longer and share that because I just felt like. You know, these are the guys that need to hear it, you know, men and women, you know, that need to hear this message. So, yeah, I don't know. Long, long, long winded answer for that. Um, all right. Back to these questions. Edge Rogan said, just stop by to say, I can't wait to finally see you in Tacoma. Sick. I'm sure that's an NBR question, but hey, hey, I'll see you too. Dude, yeah. <laughs> um, FK8 Crispy. Are you guys religious? Um, I have my own faith. Mm-hmm. Organized religion tends to bother me at times. Yeah. And I kind of just leave it at that. Yeah, I, I definitely. Um, I, I, I kind of I, I, I tend to like I follow like the Christianity faith, like for sure. That's what I follow. And when it comes to like things like when it goes into like denominations and things like that, I just treat it like, like I, like I treat when I was going to school, you know, I was learning all these different things for social work and 
obviously I have my professors, but they're not the end all be all. You know, they still give us something and we still have to go learn on our own. We still have to go find things for ourselves. We still have to like investigate and all that. So in that sense, I'm always, I feel like I'm always like searching and I'm always looking and I don't, I don't feel tied to like, I don't feel, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't like the idea of the, I don't know, I don't want to say the, like the ritual side of stuff. Like it's more of, I think for me, I just, it's all about a connection and um yeah it's like a personal it's a personal thing i guess personal journey <coughs> all right chris asks what is the best practice to help with becoming overwhelmed so for me um <coughs> first things first like take a look at everything that's overwhelming you and then look at the things you can't control because anything that's out of your control that you really, there's like no changing. You got to just kind of, it is what it is. Push those to the side and then focus on the things that you can control or that you can change. Um, you know, if you've got like a, a long list of projects or, you know, you've got somebody <laughs> bugging you to come, <laughs> come finish it at their <laughs> house. Just, you know, uh, I'm just kidding. Um, you know, don't listen to them. They're assholes. <laughs> Um, but no, like, yeah, l really look at the things that, uh, for those of you who don't know, Chris, the question askers helping us out with a huge project mm -hmm. and we love him for it, but he's doing it on his free time. Yeah. Um, and he's doing it kind of like on his days off when he's available. So like on one hand, I'm like, this is so fucking sick. And then on the other hand, I'm like, dude, you're spending your days off doing this. I like, yeah. kind of feel shitty. Um, but he's the homie. Um, he's doing us a solid, doing a huge solid for us. Um, <clears throat> but that being said, um, yeah, man, like kind of take a look at the things you can control, look at the things that you can change, look at the things that you can, um, kind of start and then prioritize like what needs to get done now, what needs to, what can wait a little bit, mm -hmm. you know, just kind of put things in order. Cause otherwise if you just like, I tend to do that too. Like I start thinking of everything that needs to get done. Um, <clears throat> and then I'm like trying to stay 12 steps ahead of everything. And then because of that, I miss, we just had this conversation the other day. Like I miss the things that, should be like real easy to handle. I just, that just slipped my mind because I'm trying to be focused on everything, focus on everything and be so far ahead that, mm -hmm. you know, nothing catches me off guard that I missed the little shit. So <clears throat> yeah, it's me, man. Just focus on, focus on the things that you can make a difference in, or you can change or that you can, you know, kind of shift. And I think also too, like be real with yourself. Like don't, don't sign yourself up for shit that you're, you're not able to do just because you'll feel bad or because, you know, in your mind, you know, like we become yes men in our own lives and that's not good. Yeah. Um, I do that a lot. <laughs> like, uh, I take on a lot of shit that I shouldn't. Yeah. Like I, I was one of the things that my teachers were, were at first I kind of, it was almost like dismissive, but w and when I thought about it, I was like, dang, they're right. Like they would always tell us like, you know, be, be real about your, about your, a schedule that you make and be real about it. Yeah. Don't set yourself up for failure. You know, like, if your schedule is so crazy that you can only study for like an hour a night, then that's what it is. Like, don't tell yourself that you're going to get up and, you know, you're going to do it from, you know, from this time to this time. You know, it's like, you know, be really self. Cause when you start, when you start doing that and you fall short on your expectations, you start to spiral. I feel it makes it worse. And then you start to get more overwhelmed. Um, but yeah, be, 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 
yeah be real about what you're able to do and like give yourself grace for the shit you can't like you're not you know there's only so much you can do there's only so much time time in a day prioritize prioritize as best you can and then you know go after like for me for instance my thing like which was eating me alive was when i was you know making the decision to to go into my masters or not you know and then for a while if i was being honest like i had my mindset that i wanted to focus on the podcast i didn't want to jump back into school at the time because i just didn't feel like mentally i'd be like i'd be there mentally for it you know i'm sure once i would have started and i you know and get into it i'd go back into that mode but like where i'm at right now in my life and what's happening with things like i just knew like i want to focus on this right now like i i just i just did basically six years of school my own fault for how long it took <laughs> but uh you know i i i'm gonna i want to wait on that and i want to do this now and when, when i when i stopped worrying about that like a, that was a huge stress off my off my back and um and so now i just find you know i now i focus on things that are in front of me as opposed to things that you know i keep i keep i had hanging over my head knowing full well i wasn't gonna do them at you know so <clears throat> um rich moran said hey guys glad to see you guys get back you guys fucking rock i'm sure that's mbr comment what are you, you know? sick uh let's see uh any new merch dropping guys and when are you coming back to chicago any new mbr merch coming out uh i don't know that we'll have anything new f- i think for the shows because you know we had we we did make new merch and we had it at for the tough for tough love so we'll, we're, we're taking that up to the pacific northwest I'm sure if like if something happens and we get to play Chicago or we get to play anywhere else, I'm sure after this show we'll probably do another run of merch. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's see. There that question I want to save till the very end. Mm. Um I I have one from our our Instagram. Who is the better performer, James Brown or Michael Jackson? Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, I think so. Too. It's biased. That's James Brown. Biased, James Brown was dope. But, yeah. Uh, but again, that's also just because <coughs> Michael Jackson became like a international, you know, king of pop music. James yeah. Brown was sick. Yeah. And that like his moves were just incredible. Um, I think he was maybe a little before his time. Yeah. Yeah. Because if imagine if we were been able to see the media kind of things like we had on someone like him, like. I feel like I feel like it's like that with Prince too. Like Prince did get a lot of attention, but I feel like if more people knew about him and got more access to him, yeah. the way Michael did, I think it'd be different. <clears throat> uh, do you guys believe in the term "blood is thicker than water" pertaining to friends being family? Um, I don't particularly co-sign the "blood is thicker than water" thing because I really think that. Like, while your family is your family, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're good for you. Right. Um, I think that you need to be really selective of who you surround yourself with and who, you know, your friends are. But I definitely have some friends that are closer to me than some of my family is, you know, and that, you know, that's just, it just comes with the territory. Mm -hmm. But... You? Yeah, I think I think it's my thoughts too. You, we we can't always pick our family. We can we can pick our friends, you know, and we, we, who we choose who we who, who we uh, choose who we want to spend our time with, and you know, I'm big on family, but I I tend to agree that you know 
not all not all fam- I think fam- I think life is just relationships. Who do you have your best relationships with? Um, Next question. Do you believe alcoholism, drug addiction, and depression depression can be hereditary? I don't know the facts and statistics on this. Mm-hmm. Um I because I I don't know if <clears throat> I I guess the greater question in there is is addiction hereditary, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's where um, all of this kind of like comes into effect. Not necessarily depression. I do think depression could be. Um, I think that there's, you know, something in the, you know, kind of like the wiring of the brain um, that could potentially be hereditary, but I don't have facts on Mm -hmm. that's feelings, not facts. Um, <clears throat> but I do tend to see that like in family situations, like normally if one person is suffering from depression, it's pretty common to see a lot of other people in the family also suffering mm-hmm. from depression. But is that hereditary? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I definitely feel like things get passed down for sure. Yeah. And, but is that, just because of the environment that they were I was, raised in. I was going to say it could be, you know, similar environments, even if it's not exactly the same, same type of, you know, yeah. uh, lack of things or an over, over stimulus of things that cause, you know, it's funny. Cause I don't, I don't, um, I don't, I don't think my, you know, my parents, neither of them have really mentioned any kind of depression that they've had in their family. We've had it in our family, like for sure. But my immediate parents have never really mentioned anything. Yeah. And <clears throat> yeah. Um, do you want to read? Oh yeah. Question? So this from Jolka said, "If your life had a movie soundtrack, what would it be? Like a full soundtrack, or just a theme song to my life?" It says soundtrack, movie soundtrack. <laughs> um, I, know, I know mine. This year's. I want. I don't want mine to be Tron, <laughs> the new one. <laughs> <clears throat> I love that movie. Uh, what would my soundtrack be? I feel like I would just want mine to be a never-ending cycle of the 1996 Chicago Bulls <laughs> intro. <laughs> <laughs> Like every time I walk into a room, I just want that to play. Yeah. Coming in at <coughs> five eight. <laughs> <laughs> do we have more on, on there? Yeah, he had another one. He said, "Which Batman outfit do you think is the best out of all the medias?" Uh, hands down, um, the one that George Clooney wore that had the bat nipples, <laughs> the nipples. <laughs> oh. and the giant cod pieces up front. <laughs> <coughs> Um, Actually, the sickest, uh, uh, b- being completely honest, all jokes aside, I still think Affleck had the sickest suit. Yeah. Not the super tech suit they had in Justice League, mm-hmm. but just his main suit. But the concept art suit for the Batman, when it was supposed to be Affleck in the Batman movies, looks fucking sick. And I'm so upset that we actually didn't get that on camera what or was on screen. You got the, yeah. Yeah, I think Ben Affleck's, because uh, it, it just looked 
I don't know. It looked super functional, and it looked, it looked, uh, the word term like lived in. <clears throat> that was the concept suit for the Batman. Yeah. And it looked great. Yeah. It looked sick. Daniel, <laughs> Daniel Bernstein, Daniel was like, he's like, uh, talking about Batman. He's like, he's like, you know, Gotham City. So what are you gonna do with your millions of dollars? You're gonna it help help the you know help uh, strengthen you know the place in the infrastructure. You're gonna do this and that. He's like, no, <laughs> a suit. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, suit's the only way. <clears throat> um. So there's a question in here that I kind of want to end on, um, and it's a question that Chris asked. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I just lost it in the mix of things. So he said, um, let's see. How are you guys approaching the podcast now compared to episode number one? And what mm. do you guys do differently? I mean, well, I mean, <laughs> from when we first started, it was literally, um, all we knew was we're going to just have a mental health check. Yeah, and and the first, um, actually the first episodes, I was really only in like just a to, mediator as almost. a mediator, like just yeah. to guide it. Like the original intention was like I was just here to kind of start getting the wheels turning on the show, and then I was just gonna kind of step back and just produce it, yeah. right? Like and be there to like fact check or like to like steer the questions if there were tangents or anything like that. <clears throat> and then I think it just. Um, kind of as we started doing the show evolved into just me kind of just staying. Yeah. Well, it's just be, I think it's just easier conversational wise, like for what we do. Cause this is literally what we do all the time. Anyway. Yeah. We just like talk about shit. Yeah. Um, I mean, so then to now, so, uh, I actually believe it or not, I have show notes. <laughs> like I have somewhat <laughs> of an outline that I'm trying to more or less do. Um, I have different ideas for, things I want to implement with the show. Um, so, I mean, there's more, I guess there's more thought on my end with stuff like that. Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what else goes in. I mean, I guess it's, I mean, it's not much change as far as like, we kind of just turn the, once we turn the camera on, it's just go time. Yeah. Um, we, I think we've, we're starting to put more into like the edit of the show. Also, we're starting to put a little more thought into, um, you know, like what goes on for the show. Mm-hmm. I think we're just, we're, we're pushing in a direction to make things a little more interesting, um, both for the audio listeners mm-hmm. and for people that watch it on the YouTube channel. Yeah. And I'd recommend that if you do like visual mediums and stuff like that, like check out the YouTube channel. Especially over the next couple of weeks, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be rad. Wow. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I think like the the approach was always kind of like, um, hey, we're gonna do this show, and it'd be cool to just like check in on mental health, you know. And then, um, kind of adopting that normalized checking in on your homies mm-hmm. um, became like what the show was, you know. Yeah. And <clears throat> not only that, like with the move towards getting like getting the feels on wheels and getting like moving in that direction where, you know, like, like we got the van early on because it was such a good deal. 
Yeah. But like, we're not ready yet with the van to, to take it to the to next, take it to the next level where we need to be, but that's coming. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that's, um, realistically within the next couple of steps that we're taking. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, the show is, and, and we, what we want to do is we want to make the show more engaging. Mm-hmm. Like we want it to be, um, we're going to be doing like, we keep saying like more stuff on the YouTube channel. Um, we're trying to, um, position ourselves so where we can start talking to, um, you know, a lot, you know, I hate to say like calling in favors cause it's not really favors, but like, <laughs> you know, like reaching out to it's, it's a little interesting to step away from music for 10 years. Right. And then to come back in and then just be like, hey, I got to hit up all my old homies that I haven't heard from me for a while mm-hmm. and like get them on this new venture that I'm I'm starting, you know, so. Yeah, because one of the things I get asked is like, you know, people like, hey, how come you haven't like brought this person on? Yeah. And it's like, well, for one location right now, you know, um, and what's nice is that with things coming, uh, even just like you know, having guests come through Zoom. We done we've done one Zoom guest. Yeah. And it went it went okay, you know. But I think the way things are gonna be moving forward, that is gonna be a place we can revisit and do more like it it'll be just I don't know, it'll just be done done better. And um and so uh yeah, so we I'll say I re- really really appreciate you guys hanging hanging with us and uh and checking in on, you know, what the show is now. But where the show is going, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting. It's gonna be fun. Like I said, more engaging. Um, there's be a lot uh, more more areas for for feedback, which I think is gonna be cool, and more mm-hmm. interaction with with uh, you know our listeners. Actually, something really cool. Uh, one of my buddies hit me up and did a mental health check with me. He just text me. I was just like, "Hey, mental health check. Where are you at?" And I was like, "What? Oh, okay, you know." And I, I yeah. went into it, and so. Um, and I think that's cool because it's just like, that's what the show is, yeah. right? That's what we want, and um, <coughs> and so yeah, I think uh, I think I think people who've been riding with us, um, I feel like you're gonna be rewarded as far as just it being more engaging, having more. Uh, I don't know what the word is. We're gonna drop a lot of stuff soon. Like you're gonna. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Yeah, you'll see it gonna, more than. We're gonna, we're gonna and I think there's going to be a lot more opportunity for us to do um, to kind of like branch off into the things that, you know, we enjoy talking about, like, um, you know, part of mental health um, is like having that, like, you know, those little things that are kind of like an escape from everyday life. Yeah. What are for us? It's like TV shows, movies, comic books and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, yeah, we're we're. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Even. Even a little, uh, you know, events, <laughs> you know, we can talk, you know, we, yeah, we can talk about that. So we yeah. are, um, this is one thing, uh, we always wonder how many people would make it to the end of the show. So now like we'll, we can really talk. Mm-hmm. We're thinking about, we're planning on doing an event in Riverside. Mm-hmm. Um, we won't say what or when yet, but we want to know if we do an event in Riverside, um, you guys show up, it'll be like a cool little, uh, you know, um, little live Q and a, um, you know, we'll have some live music. We'll have some, you know, of our friends there hanging out and it could be a cool little fun little event. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm curious to see who would be interested in that. Yeah. So let us know. Hit us up uh, at Walking Blind Pod, walkingblindpod.com, walkingblindpod at gmail.com. Um, you know, hit us up. Give us your qu- shoot us questions. Let us know if you're interested in doing this live event with us. Um, and uh, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Next week is going to be definitely interesting. It's going to be interesting. Next, <laughs> week's, next week's show is going to be definitely Straight up, it's going to probably be a shit show. Straight up going to be a shit show, but, but it'll be, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. We'll figure it out. Um, <clears throat> that being said, we love you guys. Uh, we're going to get out of here. We're going to uh, probably figure out some food and then mess around with things for next week's episode. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. So, that being said, we love you guys. See you guys soon. Peace. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.